0: Welcome to the Youthology Podcast. This podcast is by youth for everyone to give young leaders an opportunity to advocate for the issues that impact our communities. Our mission is to create positive change for youth. Hi guys, we're here with the Youthology Podcast again and I'm Carlos, we're here with Liliana, Clark, and Lily. So how have you guys been this week? Good.
1: I'm pretty good. It's been great. Are Mm -hmm. you guys ready to talk about relationships?
2: Yeah. Yeah. You
1: guys ever been in a toxic relationship?
2: Uh, Yes. Yeah, of course.
0: What type of toxic relationships?
2: I would say mostly friendships I've been in have been toxic. Like what? Who's um, been mean to you? A lot of people. Who you For know, what? I'm 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 very vulnerable, I guess. People just love being mean to me. All right, Carlos, we gotta jump on bro. What what, behavior, <laughs> what do they what do they do? Um, do they I, um definitely I I've been in toxic relationships where they threaten themselves or
1: those are the worst.
2: Yeah, where they threaten themselves in order to be like or they demean themselves in a way that's like you shouldn't be friends with me. I'm terrible. I'm awful, and it's like, and
1: then you feel like inclined. Yeah, then it's yeah. like, okay,
2: well, fine. Okay, it's like it's a guilt tripping. That's very. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard on a person when you go through stuff like that.
1: Yeah, because then you feel bad when you don't want to be friends
2: with them. Yeah, then they're like
1: oh, you want to leave me the whole time.
2: Yeah, and then it's like you finally do it, and it's it's a it's a good feeling. Yeah, that's just manipulative language. Mm-hmm. I
0: think that falls under you know. They're just trying to make you feel guilty, trying to make you feel bad. Mm-hmm.
1: You ever been in a toxic relationship, Carlos?
0: I think I have. went. I have been, you know, with myself. But besides that, with other people, not really.
2: You abusing yourself? I
0: mean, not not physically, but you know, mentally. It's like
2: mm-hmm.
0: people struggle with things, and
2: mm-hmm.
0: like you know, they say comparison is the killer of all joy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. how I'd be feeling sometimes, you know. But with people, it's like. If, you know, someone's trying to do something weird or act toxic, I'm just like, no. You
1: mm-hmm. know, just you ignore. To, you're really good at, like, standing she up for yourself, you
0: Yeah, I think so. Because, like, I don't know, like, you realize that most of those things aren't worth your time at some point. It yeah. is hard to get out of toxic relationships. It's a pattern, you know. You keep going at it, and it's hard to leave. But I feel like I learned for myself to not let relationships to get to that point with other people. Because... I have been through it before, but it was mm-hmm. more like, you know what? I don't want to do this again, so let me tell this person I need my own space because it's affecting me, and it's affecting them.
1: Mm-hmm. That's really good.
0: How about you, Lily? Have you been in a toxic relationship?
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure. I once had this one friend. and We were, like, best friends for, like, a pretty long time, and I had started realizing that he was using, like, really manipulative language to try and make me, like, do things, whether it was, like, like, he would want to, like, hug and, like, cuddle, and I would be like, no. And then he'd be like, why? Why don't you why? I don't but understand. Why? And I would be like, what do you mean, why? And I thought for the longest time, something was wrong with me for not wanting to do that. But I, when I talked to my mom about it, she was like, no, you don't have to explain. And I was like, oh, so that's, like, really bad? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's like I said, you should you know learn how to speak your mind on how you feel. Obviously, like, I'm not saying that the way you felt is invalid, but, you know, sometimes we also got to feel like, they'll you know, be like, hey, this is how I feel. Tell them mm-hmm, this, mm-hmm. you know, and tell people how we feel, you know. Mm-hmm. Be honest with them and talk to anyone about it. Like you said, you told your mom, and that was a perfect thing to do because she told you that, hey, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. It's not okay for him to be acting like that and telling you this and that and that and trying to make you feel bad. It's good to be opening up about those things, you know.
1: Exactly. What about you, Clark?
0: Uh, me, personally, I've been in...
3: I want to say maybe two toxic relationships friend-wise. And um it was kind of hard because like to what uh Lily said. I mean, Lily Anna said <laughs> <laughs> um like it's kind of hard to remove yourself from that kind of situation because yeah. like my friend I, w- I want to say that now because I don't really talk to them that much, but like my friend uh, she's been through a lot, and I don't want to be, like, what's the word?
0: You don't like, want to ignore her or dismiss it?
3: Yeah, because, like, they've already been through a lot, and, mm-hmm, like, me mm-hmm. leaving her would, like, make everything worse.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think it's also important to know when we're struggling with our own mental health and can't deal with someone else's, you know? Like, you don't have to go around carrying someone else's weight on your shoulders. Yeah. It's not fair to you or to them.
1: Especially if they can't carry your own weight. Like, if they can't be there for you, but you're always there for them. Right. Like, it's like, what is the That's
2: That's definitely how it was with my toxic friend, where it's like, I felt personally responsible for their own mental health. And that's why probably the main reason I didn't leave was, mm-hmm. like, worrying about the consequences of leaving mm-hmm. when that, I didn't think about myself.
0: How did you end up leaving that friendship then?
2: I think I... I think my forgiveness ran out, whereas, like, Mm. I was tired of giving chance after chance, and it was just so emotionally exhausting after a point where it's like, and also, I came back from summer camp, and she was dating my ex-boyfriend. Not the ex. Right? Like, that was, I was like, okay.
1: Well, like, why did she do that? I don't know, for my attention. I don't know.
3: Okay, I'm not a girl, but it's not, like, breaking girl code or something. For sure.
1: I mean, it would be breaking boy code, too.
2: Yeah. No. No, that's not boy clue?
0: No. No, nah, I'm just kidding. I don't know. It depends. Like, how close it is yeah. like? Is this your dog? Like,
1: or is he just <laughs> right. your
0: friend? Like, it's like, do you know this guy, or y'all hang out every day? You know.
1: I mean, were you guys like close, close friends?
2: Uh, for sure, we were. They were my best friend at the time. So, so what if
1: your best friend started dating yeah. your ex girlfriend? It was was it the last boyfriend that you had?
2: How
0: long did I date this girl?
1: Partner. Or
2: like, I don't know how long this was this? This was middle school. This right. was oh, okay. <laughs> doesn't this count, ago. nothing counts. Yeah.
0: Nothing counts in middle school. You're nothing dumb, counts. you're a kid, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you don't know nothing,
2: but
1: it's an important time. You're figuring a lot of stuff out, you mm-hmm.
0: know. It's well, when a lot
1: of these toxic relationships manifest,
0: yeah. <laughs> I think like that's a thing that it's just a part of like growing up, you know, being a teenager. Mm-hmm. That's when you, you've you never seen a toxic relationship, mm-hmm. and that's the problem with that. You don't know what a toxic relationship is. You think, oh, hey, this is just a normal relationship. Yeah. My friend is shaming me because I don't want to cuddle with him. That's so normal. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not a normal thing because you have not had more than that friend. You have not gotten to explore the world or meet a lot of new people for mm-hmm. people to be like, yo, we don't do that around here. You mm-hmm. know, And that's the thing about being a teenager, that you don't know a lot of things.
2: Yeah, I think that's definitely a problem with especially young people and mm-hmm. exploring new relationships like middle school, high school. Like, you're two, like, emotionally immature people. Mm-hmm.
0: You're vulnerable.
2: You're vulnerable. And you—it's a person who doesn't know how to conduct themselves and a person who doesn't know how to stand up for themselves in many ways. And that's, like, where that problem comes from.
0: Yeah, and then there's also a problem where there's, like, already emotional, intelligent people where mm-hmm. they've already been through things, but they— they want to be toxic towards someone or they know that they can do certain things mm-hmm. or act a certain way without consequences because someone's, you know, they, they're they vulnerable. They don't know about these, you mm-hmm. know, behaviors. So they do it and that's also a problem. Yeah. Yeah. They'll do it because they know they'll get away with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think I think a lot of those relationships, I think it's hard, especially, for example, if your parents have a bad relationship you don't really know that that is a bad relationship because you just see it as like your parents act like that right so i can treat one of my friends like that or and that's also a hard thing
0: oh yeah i've definitely seen that before where things are normalized in your own household and you think it's normal all over Mm -hmm. whereas and i see i remember talking to people in middle school you know where their parents argue every day or are Mm -hmm. separate and they view it as something normal and i'm like it isn't it necessarily, you know, normal for everyone. It is for them, but, you know. It's,
1: it's just... important to have healthy arguments. There's a, there's a way to, like, healthily, like, argue. But just fighting about things with coming to no conclusion doesn't really work out. If you don't respect the other person, mm-hmm. it, it won't work.
0: Yeah, I think that's also an important part to not being toxic and maintaining a healthy relationship is communication. Just being mm-hmm. able to talk your problems out, sit down and say, hey, I feel a certain type of way.
1: Yeah, hey, hey. I feel this
2: certain type of way. <laughs> Is yeah. that what you're trying to do? Maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someone can re- call response to that. <laughs> no.
0: but I think toxic relationships go further than just friendships and romantic relationships. Have you guys ever experienced uh, toxic relationships, like I said before, with yourself or with, I don't know, food or video games or any other things in your life?
2: I definitely think so, yeah, for sure. Um, I've had toxic relationships with food and probably my phone. I spend a lot of time yeah. on my phone. F- I use it as, it's, like, I escapism, bro. Think, yeah. TikTok is I think so everyone fun. everyone got a problem with their phones.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a problem. Everybody has a problem with their phone. It's like you sit there and you got, like, a thousand things to stare at on your phone.
1: Mm-hmm. And I
0: feel like it's – that just feels much better than being like, hey, let me sit down and work on an assignment. Or, or let or, me
1: think about how I'm feeling. Yeah, like, let me –
0: let me sit down by myself in my room and think.
3: <laughs>
1: Contemplate.
2: You know. Let me not get introspective, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like,
3: the phone, like, it used to be, like, just a thing where, like, you could communicate communicate to people. But now it's, like, they made all these addicting apps and addicting mm-hmm. stuff on your phone so where you could just stare at it all day.
0: Just scrolling.
3: And it can make
1: relationships even more toxic because you feel controlled over text too. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think there's Google also... A Google lot
1: Hangouts? Of, Google
2: Hangouts?
0: I think there's also a lot of like miscommunication that happens across text messages and relationships. Oh.
2: You yeah, because yeah. you can't read the tone... And it's so easy for someone to like fake an emotion over text where it's like you could pretend that like you're super upset. And it's like, I know people where it's like they'll text someone, Oh, I'm going to kill myself. And then like they'll go like take a shower or something. <laughs> like they just do it because like they have the opportunity to voice something so serious and then like step away from it. That, and then they got that their friend
1: warned. Yeah. A lot
3: of times I just pressed, I put in LOL and my face was just blank. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I don't know, sometimes I be
2: smiling. I giggle a little bit. If I say lull, then I'm definitely not laughing.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's the opposite now. Like, back then it was like, yeah, I'm having a good time, but now it's like, no. It's I, like I,
1: sarcastic. I like you know. lull, it's like, dang, this person is bored of me. Right? Yeah, like, I'll <laughs> stop <stay laughs> now. Spam in order for to be Yeah,
2: I need some skull emojis, please. Right.
1: Put the crying emoji. Like, yeah. I need to know that you are dead on the floor laughing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, now L.O. is just, oh, he's not, they're not interested I need like they need an
2: emoji they
1: need to they need to put they they can't have proper punctuation that's weird now
2: oh my god if someone puts a period at the end of their sentence you've done something so wrong are
1: you mad at me like Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry
0: I remember the first day like one of my friends like properly text over he he, like makes full complete sentences when he texts I was so confused I was like oh my god like are you okay man do you need a hug you want to talk about it
1: I mean it's important that you were there for them <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah you were willing to be there so when it comes to toxic relationships like what are like specific things like people should look out for
1: i'd say twisting your words sometimes like with my old friend it would be like i would say something and they would be like that's like saying like that you don't like dogs or something like... And would go into this like weird way of making it seem like... I was such an awful person for saying it like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, no.
0: I no, just don't like no this I'm type of candy, man.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know? He would bring it to extremes. And I was always like, no. Honestly, texting you a lot. Gaslighting. I was gaslit a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the problem with a lot of these toxic behaviors is that we don't recognize them when we're right there, you
3: know? Yeah,
1: no. Yeah. I did not recognize anything until someone told me, like, hey, that's not good.
0: Don't always see the red flags.
1: Mm-hmm. What's Rose-tinted glasses?
2: Yeah, you so want to believe that they're a good person, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: So what are more of these toxic signs to watch out for?
2: I think going off of what Lily said, it's, like, um, probably, like, taking little pieces of what you mm-hmm. said and then using that in the future mm-hmm. and, like, boiling up uh, against you, which has happened to me where I've been saying things that upset this person or that made them angry and then all of a sudden they started yelling at at me about what happened and I was like wait what because it felt like it came out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and like that's an important thing to recognize in yourself like if someone's doing something to upset you and they've done it multiple times like communicate that to them Mm because then it's a it's a better way to go about the situation
1: for sure I honestly would be I would be on the other side of that with that friend, actually, because it would feel like I wouldn't be able to communicate a lot of things. So I would blow up on him. And like, obviously, it wasn't good because I was just getting so upset for no reason. And I was always like, why am I? Why don't I just communicate these things? But the thing is, is that whenever I did, it felt like I was invalidated. So then I was like,
2: I don't want to do that anymore. Right. Obviously, don't be friends with someone yeah. if you can't properly yeah. communicate. Obviously, I'm not trying to say that you were yeah. invalidated <laughs> them or anything. But yeah,
3: communication is very,
0: very important when it comes to friendship. Yeah, it's important when it comes to healthy relationships.
2: Yeah. In what way? Why is it important?
3: Why is it important? Why is it important? Because you want to be able to talk to someone about how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. You can't, to what you were saying, how you were blowing up at him or Mm -hmm. how they just blew up at you. You want to be able to communicate how you're feeling so you wouldn't be put in that situation. Mm -hmm. And um, you don't want to... Be able to not talk to the person without having a proper understanding of how they're feeling mm-hmm. and if you have an understanding of how you're feeling and you guys can actually talk, then you're good. But if you feel like you can't talk to that person or the other way around, if it feels very one sided, you might want to try to figure some stuff out.
1: Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever like hurt a friend and but like how did you how did you feel after hurting that person, and what did you do like afterwards to try and make it better
2: rather than just? I've definitely, I've never intentionally hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. I, I never, like, try and conduct myself like that because that's kind of evil. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, when someone confronts me and they're like, hey, this thing you've been doing, it's been hurting me. It's, it. I always try and, like, remedy the situation. Like, let's have a conversation about mm-hmm. this. Let's discuss this. Like, I will, I will do better in the future to remedy the situation, you know. And. Honestly, whenever I'm confronted with things like that, it's, it's painful, you know. Mm-hmm. It's hard to admit that, like, you can do something that hurts someone so much. And that's an important thing where it's like if someone confronts you with something um, toxic that you've done, you have to recognize that and do something to change that.
1: Yeah, whenever people bring up that I've done something to hurt them, I always get super anxious, and I feel like they're gonna they're gonna leave me and like that they're not gonna want to be friends with me anymore. But then I have to like calm myself down and be like, no, like the reason that they're telling me that this thing is so that we can work on it, and it's not just this because they didn't blow up on me. Typically, I know that it's okay. Let's talk this out. Like, I'm really sorry that I did that, and mm-hmm.
0: and I think like that's that's what's hard for me to be able to tell that line between where I am wrong and someone is trying to gaslight me or Mm -hmm. lie to me. Because I I grew up being very unapologetic Mm -hmm. because if I could say, hey, Lily, you look mad whack today. Like, I wouldn't mean that. Like, you know what (laughs) I mean? Like, I don't really mean that. My family would say that because we just joke around like that. And I feel like I had to start drawing a line where I was like, am I being toxic right now? (laughs) <laughs> or am I just joking? You That's know what I mean? That's definitely been a problem. And you're I so think...
1: toxic right now. You yeah, I so think toxic. it's
0: important to be able to set boundaries with yourself
1: mm-hmm.
0: when you're talking to other people. Because maybe your intentions aren't to be toxic. Maybe your intentions aren't to hurt someone. But at the end of the day, it's not your intentions. It's about how you made someone else feel. Mm-hmm. Right. But there's also instances where you didn't do nothing wrong and this person is just trying to gaslight you. Mm-hmm. Like the other lily said you know like there's just instances where people are trying to gaslight you and that's what's so tough about being a teenager that you don't have enough life experience to know what's what
2: Mm -hmm.
0: and that's you know what we hope you walk away with today that you know how different (laughs) differentiate things
2: right
1: honestly i feel like It's really hard because especially with that one friend, I never had like a gut feeling that anything was ever wrong Mm -hmm. because I was like, but this person is so nice to me. But all of my friends were having issues with them. I feel like it's important to see that if the other people in your life are being wronged by this person and because I started to get isolated. I started to be like oh well it's just us i guess like no one else wants to hang out with us because they don't like him i don't know why eventually you're like hmm Hmm. maybe there's a reason nobody likes this person
0: yeah and you know like we said before that's the hardest part about being in a toxic relationship Mm -hmm. recognizing it first and it's like you said usually you don't feel it you don't think nothing about it you just think it's like hey this is normal this is how it goes and that's what I find so tough about trying to tell people or explain to them that you're in a toxic relationship. It's like they don't want to hear you. That's also a big mm-hmm. problem I saw. It's like, like yeah, we've been on and off together for four years. Then, like you said, the highs are better than highs, but the lows are lows. Mm-hmm. And that's a big problem that I see with today's like kids. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. It's like, come on, man. Come on, man.
1: Do you it's feel like... like on and off relationships are really common right now? I feel like I've seen a lot of them recently oh, yeah, in my school. Sure,
0: I think in our age group, they're very common. I don't know about when you get older, right? Because I don't hang around that crowd. But... <laughs> <laughs> Hanging
1: out with 30-year-olds? Don't chill
0: with old people. Yeah.
3: A year
1: olds Hang out with people with 401ks?
0: Yeah. Don't hang out with people. No, but um, that's what's tough. Like, I feel like at our age, we're barely learning all of these things. So, like you guys said, it's it's going to happen. Like, there's so many toxic people right now. And that's why they say it's better to not do relationships when you're young. But I think it's important to also do them because it's like a learning curve, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Nothing but up from here, you know? Yeah. Can't get better from here.
2: True. Another sign I think should people should look out for is... This happened with my friend where it's, like, you feel responsible for their mental health, Mm, right? Yeah. And do you guys know the thing with, like, the bucket dippers where it's, like, are you a bucket filler? Are you a bucket dipper? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it felt like where it just felt like this person took so much from me. They just took and took from me, and I felt like... I
1: didn't give anything back to you.
2: Right. I just... I felt like a shell a lot of the days Mm because it's, like, this is so draining to deal with obviously we're middle schoolers I'm I'm over it now obviously (laughs) this is this does not torture me I carry that stuff that's a thing where it's like you feel like so like burdened by this person sometimes where it's like you love them but it's like this love is hurting Mm -hmm. where it's it's hurting so hard to love them and uh that's like a a thing where it's so hard to deal with and i was a i was a child yeah looking back i was a child dealing with that and
1: you think you're so old Uh, when you're that age yeah
2: you think you're so mature but then it's like i was like 11
0: (laughs) i think like a a different type of relationship we struggle with too where we like love someone so much is when uh, our own families like start getting toxic Mm -hmm. it's like you can't recognize that your family's being toxic because you're like yo this is my blood they would never try Mm -hmm. nothing you know what i mean like they love me. Why would they do that? And I think that's a big problem within family groups, too. Everything is normalized because you're a family, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Anything can fly. But in reality, it's like, no, it's okay to have boundaries with your family. It's okay to have boundaries with everyone in your life, you know. Just because they're blood doesn't mean that they can cross those boundaries.
2: Right. I. That's definitely like a social standard where it's like, oh, this person's your family. You can't lead them. Mm-hmm. You can't separate yourself from them. And that's something so hard to deal with, especially, like, if you're a child with a parent who's toxic, it's, like, you can't just leave your parent. Yeah. Like, that's not really an option. It's it's a hard situation to be in.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. And especially seeing it come from many of my friends that I have, it's, like, I fortunately grew up in a household where my parents weren't really trying anything toxic or trying to manipulate me. But I do go to school with a lot of kids where their parents just, like, they're I've heard some they're they're, stuff. they're like yeah it's messed up and and you know the kids are just like oh you know it's normal and I'm like bro like it's not okay <laughs> to get treated like this and like you should not want to like enable this behavior for your kids and, you know I think it's important also as a friend to tell your other friends when something is wrong
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah because like it's hard for because like they literally grew up with that mm-hmm. and it's like it would be really hard for them to break that mindset so easily so you'd have to like like dude that what they're doing is not okay. Like, yeah. I do think. You,
1: do you stick with them the whole time? Or is there a point where you keep telling them these things and they don't recognize? Who, oh, like, me? Well, maybe not necessarily oh. you, but, like, just you guys. Like, Most when it comes cautious. to these friends, yeah, you can come become so consumed with, like, their life and maybe their family issues.
0: Well, yeah, like I told you, it's like, those friends that I do have, that's my family. Those friends are my family. <laughs> you know, I'll take care of them. I'll let them stay at my house. I'll feed them. Because that's my family and I'll try to help them the most I can. I guess it's like when I take a, upon myself other people's issues, it's because I know I can. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to volunteer myself for something that I know I can't handle. It's like, I, I don't <laughs> sign myself <laughs> I don't sign myself up for events I can't go. You know, yeah. pretty yeah. much it. Like, if I can't handle it, I don't put myself in that situation. But sometimes it's like you you think you can do way more than you actually can. That's a problem I also have with myself. You know, it's like, oh, I can't handle that. No. No, you can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't, no. you know? Sometimes people need help, and sometimes you need help. And it's okay to push other people's problems off your back. It's okay to be like, hey, look, man, I really can't help you. I already tried to be here for you. But I think that you should go and talk to some professional. And I'm not going to abandon you as a friend, but this is just me telling you that I'm struggling with something, too, and
2: I can't help you right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's important so- to set those boundaries, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like
1: you're pretty secure in yourself. Would you say that you have a secure attachment?
0: I don't know what that means
1: <laughs> so basically a secure attachment so this attachment theory um the attachment theory is basically these attachments that you grow in your development the secure one is basically seen as the golden standard that like you're supposed to heal towards um you are able to you have a strong self-confidence in yourself and you're able to be like I know when a relationship is wrong, I know like the red flags in relationships, and you basically grew up with a really stable-ish like relationship with your parents, and so you feel like you're able to get through.
0: Yeah, I think so, but I think also a part of that is seeing my other family members not have very much stable relationships, mm-hmm. or my parents explaining to me like, hey, look, this happened and that wasn't healthy. I don't think you should go for that. And I think it's also something you acquire as you mature. Mm. It's like you go through your own relationships and you're like, yo, that was messed up. I don't want to feel that way ever again. But the problem with that behavior is also like, I think I know everything.
1: Yeah, I'm a very <laughs> confident
0: person and that's my problem. Like my overconfidence sometimes kills me. You know mm. what I mean? Because like I told you, I take on things that sometimes I believe I can't handle and I can't, or I think I can't fix something and I mess it up, you know? but
1: that's a part of life
0: yeah i also live with the mindset like things are what they are you just got to keep going and you got to try to better them you know it is what it
2: is facts
0: it is what it
3: is it It is is what it is
2: so now that we've identified toxic relationships like Have you ever seen, like, because I've personally seen this where it's like, or I've seen it in myself where it's like, I identify something toxic Mm -hmm. or identify this is a toxic relationship, but then I do nothing to take action.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's really hard to break out of those things. Mm -hmm. You have to, especially it's hard in in like middle school and high school when like all of your friends are friends with this person. Do I leave the whole friend group and find new friends? Mm -hmm. Or like, what are you supposed to do then?
0: That's hard. That's a really hard question. We weren't recording when Clark said this, but Clark said it's like, we need social interaction. We need acceptance mm-hmm. by people. Like, you know, you might talk to people, but you you crave being accepted into a group. You crave being friends with people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you could try to say you're a lone wolf, but whatever, you're not. Like, you're going to go outside to the grocery store to see someone, you know? Like, <laughs> it's not true. You're going to go out, you know? And I think that's just tough.
2: A lot of the times people take the path of least resistance where it's like you think in your head, it's like this relationship is bad. This relationship is hurting me. But it's like breaking it off is not going to be the easiest thing to do. So I'm just going to be submissive to this Mm -hmm. where it's I'm going to play that role where it's like I'm going to still be your friends because I understand the implication of not being your friend.
1: Sometimes your heart needs more time to accept what your mind already knows. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) That that sounds
0: like. You almost write it off somewhere.
1: (gasps) Yo. No, that just came straight from my mind.
0: No way.
1: No way. Surrounded
0: by intellectuals,
1: guys.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, like, have any of you experienced that where it's like, it's like, I recognize that this is bad, but I'm not going to do anything about it.
0: Yeah. Especially with myself. (laughs) You know, it's just like, I feel like with ourselves, we especially enable behaviors that we know are not healthy. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're like, procrastinating is up there. You're just Mm like, eh. I'll do it later. Who cares about
3: it? And you then know.
1: Next thing you know, you got twelve things to do. Yeah, later.
3: bro. I'm telling you, the amount of times I procrastinated on like an essay or something, you'd I'd okay. Say it was due um, one month from now. Oof. I'd literally Oof. wait right to the day it's due, or like the night right before, mm-hmm. to like just cram it all in. And like I've, that's completely not healthy. And I haven't learned how to completely break it, but.
1: I
2: mean, yeah. I'm procrastination, I blame my mom. I'm going to die with that skill, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I
0: think, uh, I think like, a, pro- a problem with all of that, like, doing homework is, like, a lot of people don't know how to study. They don't know how to sit yeah. there and learn. Like, that's a problem I have where naturally I just would do good and test. I would test great. Like, you know, I never sat down a day in my life to study. But right. then the higher you get in education is like, oh, you're like, you have oh, I'm not that smart. Yeah,
2: You have, <laughs> you know? have to be flexible with yourself yeah. like, as you go higher in school.
0: I think that's a big problem we have, you know, adapting to new things and learning new things. Like we have issues learning how to learn.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: we have issues, you know, adapting to life without someone when they're toxic, when, when they were codependent. All these different things are it's hard.
2: Yeah, you, you got to allow yourself to evolve away from
0: this. Yeah, and it's it's really hard to step away from those type of relationships. Like we said with your family, friendship, romantic relationships, any of these relationships, they're really hard to identify, they're hard to step away from. And if you do think you're in one, we would straight up just recommend going to talk to a professional. And if you can't do that, talk to a family member, talk to yeah, talk to someone that you know is going to have an unbiased opinion. Talk to someone that you know is going to tell you the truth no matter what. Don't talk to the person you think you're being gaslighted by.
2: No.
0: <laughs> Don't talk to their friends. Don't talk to, you know, talk to someone who you know is going to have an unbiased opinion.
2: Right. And do you think, like, this was definitely a problem for me where it's like I ignored the bad things. And I was just like, but I, I thought about what good things I would lose. Green where flag. Yeah. Where I would ignore red flags and I would be like yeah that's fine you know no one's perfect but it's like this is getting too much where it's Mm -hmm. like this is overwhelming but it's like oh but this person has the same hobbies with me like we have fun conversations Mm -hmm. I enjoy their company when they're not being terrible
0: it goes back to what Lily said it's like we all want to be a part of something and if someone is being toxic towards us but that person is part of a friend a friend group or You know, you don't want to tell them because, you know, it's going to mess up that relationship. It's hard to, you know, accept that, hey, maybe that those good moments aren't worth me feeling so badly.
1: Yeah, right. And honestly, in the long run, you feel a lot better. When I when I stopped being friends with. So when we first started going back to school, it was really hard because it was like we were um, like they were hanging out with all these people. And I couldn't necessarily go and hang out with them because I didn't want to start that again. And. I had to just wait a couple of months and it just started to get easier.
3: An example, is say like you're in a jungle and oh, you see jungle. this.
2: <laughs> like Tarzan? Like a Rainforest Cafe. Sure.
3: <laughs> and you see this beautiful butterfly mm-hmm. and you're so focused on that beautiful butterfly, but that you don't realize that you're sinking in quicksand.
2: <gasps> Ooh, that's deep. I
1: thought I would fall in quicksand when I was a kid. Honestly. That was such a big
2: problem Whoa. in my it was so mind.
1: Scary.
0: Oh. I would like quicksand is
2: just. TikTok <laughs>
0: comedy. <laughs> I'm going to
1: say. Hey, so that's all that I'm going to say happen. to you guys. No, I saw that meme on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me switch those the side of the table. <laughs> no, but... Oh my God, Twitter is so bad. No, I don't even have it installed.
1: Honestly, I just... The thing about
0: Twitter is like, they're just so funny because they're so out of pocket. I'm just like, <laughs> why are, are y'all
1: doing this?
0: NFT? NFTs? Oh. The thing is like, I'm gonna start scamming people. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Like trying to come up, man. No, but that's wild. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna start like a whole NFT line. So we can have like the youthology profile pictures. <laughs> no, you yeah, get what I'm saying? No. Yeah, it's gonna be like different color wise. No, the hexagons. Different yeah, colored yeah, yeah. wise. Different colored wise. Those are gonna <laughs> be the ears. NFTs. <laughs> oh, no, That'd be cold if we did NFTs. NFT, NFT drop in. Yo, 20, 2084.
1: No. Link in the description.
0: <laughs> Link in the description. Why? Starts <laughs> at $1,000 per picture.
1: <laughs> That's kind of cheap for you, NFTs. I thought they go higher. No,
0: it depends on the NFT you buy. They can oh, okay. just go yeah. from like 50 to like 100 million. Just depends how big your pockets are. I want to buy one. Just kind of like, be like, <laughs> hey, look, I have enough money to buy a picture. It's $10,000.
2: So do you guys think that like, not even like a person, but like a friend group or something can be like toxic like, or, or it's like, I've recognized this where it's, like, some people, it's, like, they're cool on their own. It's, like, oh, yeah, I get really—I oh, get along. Mentality? And then, then it's, like, they get into a group, and it's just, like, you guys are animals. The Jesus problem Christ. with
0: The problem with the group thing is, like, sometimes not every single person of the group is being toxic, but they are for sure enabling that behavior. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the same thing with families being toxic. Not everybody in this family is being toxic— but there for sure is a lot of people enabling that behavior that are letting them act like that, and that's a big problem. When you're also being an enabler, that's messed up. That's as equally as messed up as being the toxic person, you know.
1: But it's hard though, especially when it's family. Like, oh well, think like, they need some help. You know, they're my family, or especially friends.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's just the thing about me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: just like different, like that. But
1: what if, what if one of your friends? Comes over to your house, you know, you're feeding them, and then they want more. F- they want to eat your
2: yeah, well that, food. That's where you're
0: just like, look, buddy, here's the food I have. <laughs> here's the food you can't have. And that's it. That's that's what it is. That's
1: some but rice is, in the fridge. What if they eat the food that they can't have?
0: Kick, em. kick,
3: Somebody kick them. Somebody catch these hands. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: They eat your special, special snack. I'm telling you, bro. They resort to
0: violence. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. That's when you, you're you just like... once get you Get out, <laughs> out of my house. <laughs> once Selfily you set up boundaries with someone and you tell them that you don't like this and you communicated with that, it's okay to be like, hey, look, man, I don't want you to be part of my life anymore. Mm-hmm. I communicated this various times to you. You violated that space. You
1: had my snack. I'm going to yeah. call the police. Right, gotta get bro, a you had room. three
0: strikes <laughs> and you hit them all. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Get out of here, buddy. You yeah. got to learn how to set up those boundaries in a healthy matter. Of course, I wasn't being... For real, when I said it, just punch him. Don't punch people. <laughs>
2: Violence isn't the answer. Violence yeah. is never the answer. It reminds me of, Unless is like Kim and Kanye. It self-defense. Oh, self-defense yeah. Self-defense is important.
0: Self-defense is always the answer. Punch him right in the nose.
2: Do you guys think Kim and Kanye are a good example of a toxic relationship? I, I think... Don't, I don't think we... Can. <laughs> I don't
0: want to go down that rabbit hole. That. I think they're, they're the perfect example of a toxic relationship. Man, Kanye is insane. Because... Not to mention
1: they're fighting over social media. Yeah, which is, yeah like, this is public.
0: The problem with that is like, I feel like Kim very much felt a duty to take care of Kanye during that whole time. Because mm. when someone has your own kids, when you've shared so much of your life with someone, it's yeah. hard to say, hey, look, you're doing this and things are happening and I don't like that. And I feel like I'm glad that she was... Strong enough to be able to like, hey, I yeah. want a divorce. I want this. I want that. She was able to communicate that. He was not able to respect that, though. And that's what a toxic behavior is. Yes, it might be because of his mental health. Yes, it might be this or that. But those are not valid excuses to make you feel bad. True. And I think that's something we should remember. Mental health is not a reason to be toxic. Exactly. You yeah. are still liable for the things you do. It doesn't matter if, you know, you're going through something or if you were not. And if you did do something and you know it was wrong. Go apologize.
1: It's, as long as you you have to be just showing that you're working on yourself. If you maybe mess up once or twice, like everyone messes up, you just have to keep actively not being an Keep hole
0: Yeah, keep striving to be positive. And I think a problem with Kanye is that he's not striving to be positive. You know, there's a lot of people around him of, too that are enabling him. Yeah. You know, that are telling him like, hey, you don't you don't need your medication.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this next yeah. album about to go crazy yeah, off the meds. You,
0: you're just. <laughs> bipolar who needs medication for that you know and that's a big problem when we have people around us enabling our behavior and it causes us to go blind that we're wrong it doesn't let us see that we're wrong and it's a big problem and that's why I said before that enabling toxic behavior is almost the same thing as being toxic
2: mm-hmm. do you know how long they were married or uh, i don't
0: know but like forever yeah was it 13 forever. years <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like a long. minute though and That's that's the problem. Is like you've been together with someone so long that you feel that you need to do this for them, Mm -hmm. and necessarily you don't need to. You don't have to do anything for no one. But it's human. It's a human thing to feel responsible for Mm -hmm. people.
2: Yeah. After a while, they feel like an extension of yourself. Mm -hmm. Where it's like I can't just abandon this person. Like I have kids with them. I have a house with them. Like I've grown my whole public image around this. Yeah, but
0: in reality, that person is a part of you. But it's also. It's also important to identify when that part of you is not doing you any more good. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's that's the part where it's like you gotta recognize, like, hey, you know, Kanye, that last album <laughs> you dropped wasn't that hard, you know?
2: Get out of my house.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They it ain't be- never gonna happen.
3: It's like they become a part of your heart and you have to totally chip away that piece, and it could be really hard.
0: Yeah, it's the same thing as Lily said that sometimes your heart needs more time to accept what your mind already knows. It's like you know it's bad for you, but you feel like you're gonna die if this person leaves. You're like, how will I get out of bed? I can't <laughs> walk without this person. It's like, nah, man, you'll be fine. Just take a drink of water. Yeah. You know, splash some cold water on your face. Water you'll be fine. Water heals everything. really does, man. <laughs> it it's...
1: it's important to have other supports outside of like that friend. You can't, you don't just have one best friend. Right. Like, as much as it may feel nice, what if, what if they end up being weird, you know?
0: Yeah, that's why it's also important to talk to a lot of people about things that are going on in your life, you know, to be able to see if others are being toxic or if others are affecting you badly.
2: That's, like, one of the big things with, like, toxic people. It's, like, and they are destructive to your lives a Mm. lot of the times where it's, like, they can be so isolating and so, so possessive of you it's like they can take you away from a lot of different friendships they can make you turn on other people in your life and it's like maybe by the time you get away from them you don't have people in your life or you don't have people that you're close with anymore because of what they've done to you
0: yeah and also want to say like for like anybody that's out there that feels that they're gonna be alone you know if they leave someone in a toxic relationship realistically is you're not there's going to be you're a lot of, alone. yeah, you're never alone. It's so hard to be alone, you know? Literally. I try it sometimes and I'm just like, hey, just leave me alone, you know? <laughs> Like, it's hard to be alone. You feel, you're going to feel like you're alone, but there's always going to be there someone to talk to, you know? So don't feel like it's going to be the end of the world. They might feel like it, but I promise you, it's not going to be the end of the world. You're going to be fine. Just take a deep breath. Yeah.
2: yeah. There's eight other billion people on this planet. Yeah. Like, you'll find another best friend. Right. And, and if you don't like promise. them, there's
0: more fish in the ocean, you know?
2: <laughs>
0: but I think like something important with the toxic relationships is reminding you your self-worth. I think that a lot of the toxic relationships and not being able to identify that you're in a toxic relationships is not knowing a lot of your self-worth.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's why I believe that positive affirmations about yourself are very important.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You got to remind yourself of your own worth where it's like a lot of the times you will let yourself be treated this way. Cause it's like, you don't think that much of yourself where it's like you see it as like, oh, yeah, that's typical for how I should be treated. Where it's like, no, yeah, you, you think don't you deserve, deserve it. Yeah, you don't deserve this. This isn't OK. And like that's why it's important to remind yourself what you are worth.
0: Yeah. Sometimes we just need to put our phone down and be introspective. <laughs> you know, that's
2: a boomer thing to say.
0: <laughs> It'd be like, hey, like, do I really need to be dealing with this? Like, I know that I am you know better than this i know that i am smarter i know that i could do better but it's tough it's hard you know
1: and even if you don't necessarily agree with like a lot of positive affirmations when i first started like being like i love myself they feel corny to say because it's like I don't know, that's embarrassing like i don't love myself like stuff like that but even if you don't necessarily agree with it it's important to just pretend you're a different person talking to yourself saying a nice thing about you and just accepting it and being like okay Maybe if I don't agree with it, but I, you know, I'm trying to work Fake on it. Till it you you make know? it, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even they,
0: if you don't want to have positive affirmations about yourself, try to have positive affirmations about your day. Just say today is going to be a better day than tomorrow. You know, some people feel bad saying they're going to have a good day. Just tomorrow. try to say that than yesterday. <laughs> Just try to say you're going to have a better day than yesterday. You know, not every day needs to be good, but it is good that every day is better. You know.
2: Yeah, and you don't with positive affirmations, you don't even have to start big. You don't even have to be like, I'm super smart or I'm you super great. You could just start small where it's like, I deserve to be here today. You can even say I'm like a solid B. Yeah, you can even
0: say you can even say you like the things you do. You can say I like the pop collection I got at my house. You know what I mean? If that's what makes you feel good, yeah, then say it, bro. You know, who cares? I like my
2: anime figure collection.
0: That's what I'm saying. Just feel good about yourself. Yeah, you, know? it,
2: you can just find something small about yourself to feel proud of. Like it doesn't have to be like s- something so big picture. it Can just be like, I like my shoes. You know, my socks someone, match. And
1: if someone says something bad about it, don't listen. They're to them. fake. <laughs> don't listen. Spell to them. them from your life.
0: <laughs> All right, don't do that either. You know, <laughs> so criticism don't like your is socks. good. But, you know,
2: I'm but. gonna. <laughs> nope. I'm a over. over the shoes. Over the shoes, yeah. If someone is being negative to you for zero reasons, like expel them, like get rid of them. Yeah, I think that's the best. Step. Like, oh, you, you hate him, man. No negativity. I mean, you hate it, man. Positive, positive, <laughs> positive vibes only. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> positive vibes We're only. Toxic
1: positivity.
2: Ooh, Ooh, that's a good one.
1: Like when people are like, every day is so great. Like life is perfect. Like that's it's not. Don't lie to yourself. It's, it's, not yeah.
0: Yeah. it's not though. No, I agree. I think. It depends who you are, though. Some people need that to get through the day, and some people other need to do yoga. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> some
0: people. gotta go get their
1: baha blasts. <laughs>
0: yeah, like some people just need a lie to themselves to get through the day. And my biggest thing is like whatever gets you through the day, as long as it's not it's not negatively affecting other people and negatively mm-hmm. affecting other people. I think yeah. that's when it crosses the line where it's like, you know, as long as you're not hurting others or hurting yourself, it's okay.
2: Yeah, but I feel like. Toxic positivity can be very bad. Yeah, somewhere. that's like, for sure. If you though. keep it to yourself, that's fine. That's great. But like when you're like with other people, where it's like, "Why are you sad? Just smile. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a beautiful day. My dog just great. died.
3: Every day is great.
2: <laughs> where it's like, you no. like, who told you that? Your dog must love being dead. Like <laughs> what
3: he's in a better place. Don't worry, he's good.
2: Oh, I hate when I hate that. Where it's like someone dies and it's like they're in a better place. He's walking like, with you right now. Right? No, like, he's not. Uh, he's in the he's in the urn. He's in the grave. Jesus. Jesus? <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs>
0: thank you for listening to another podcast of Uthology and make sure that you subscribe. And what else? Like button. And what else? Rate it five stars, bro. Rate
2: it five stars, yeah. <laughs> yeah triple and,
0: bell. And comment if we have comments. I don't know if we Okay. The, well, okay. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, guys. Thank you for coming to listen to another another episode of Uthology. You know, subscribe if you haven't, turn on that notification bell, leave five stars, comment. Do anything positive, share, like, thank you.
1: Thank you. Yes.
0: Peace y'all.